the first ever in-season tournament quarterfinal game. Celtics and Pacers. How's it going to go? I'm doing a crossover with Tony East of the Lockdown Pacers podcast right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day and I've got you every day with a free, fresh podcast drop directly to your device if you're a subscriber, so make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. I'm here Monday through Friday plus bonus podcasts when they play on the weekends, so sometimes it's six, sometimes it's seven days a week. I will be there for you. I will be there in Vegas for you if the Celtics beat the Pacers and go to the in-season tournament semifinals or and finals. So that's all uh, for you if you subscribed. Uh, if you're new to the show, I'm John Corrales. I played ball a long time ago. Now my job is to cover the, the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal and for you. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 money line bet, that's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. Today's show is a crossover. Tony East of Locked On Pacers uh, and I get into a whole thing. Uh, these two teams, whether we're taking anything from that first matchup where the Celtics won by 50, uh, the the shortcomings that the Celtics can take advantage of this Pacers offense. That's just out of it this world right now. So let's get right to it. My conversation with Tony East of lockdown Pacers, John Corrales, John, what's up, man? What's going on? Oh man. I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. This is big, big, big stuff. Uh, so big that my video stream can't keep up with my thoughts. So if anything, if people are looking at me like well, the words aren't matching your lips, yeah, that that that's what it is. It's the excitement for the in season tournament. It's just it's not processing fast enough here. Uh, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a fun game. I think this is going to be an incredible game. Uh, I'm I'm wondering like, can can this this game start? Are we doing aggregate scoring? Can we can the Celtics come in up fifty? Because <laughs> even with a fifty point lead against this Pacers offense, I'm not so sure that would be safe over uh, a full NBA game. Yeah, that game. Uh, John hosts Locked On Celtics. I should have said that, That's but I'm what gonna, I do. But uh, what I do. He also writes for the Boston Sports Journal and is the best. And we have a lot to talk about today because it's interesting. Like I want to go back to that game and go. I ah, throw it out. Tyrese Halburn didn't play. The mm -hmm. Celtics scored more points in half, and they. I think I got this from the Celtics game notes, and they scored since like the 1980s or something ridiculous. Like they were on fire. But then the Pacers won without Halburn Saturday night. So like. They can be good without him, and yeah. they still got their stuff pushed in by the Celtics. And I am of the opinion that the Celtics are the best team in the league. But then Porzingis is out, so there's so many little things that play yeah. into this that I think it will be a great game. The Pacers on national TV for the first time all season. The Celtics are very good and have already crushed the Pacers, but there's some different dynamics since that game that make it 
both usable information that the Celtics match up well, but also there's just so much change that maybe it doesn't matter at all. What do you stand on that? I don't think it matters uh, much. Uh, there's there's so much that you can throw out from that game just from the sake of, if I recall correctly, the Pacers couldn't hit a damn shot either. <laughs> like They just couldn't hit anything, and that's <clears throat> that's always going to be possible in today's NBA. Like a good shooting team, a good a good offense has like a night where nothing is falling, and all of a sudden, it's always one of the most amazing things to me that on a team where there are so many options and so many good players and scorers, that it's one night where collectively everybody just forgets how to shoot. How does it all yeah. happen on one night? Like I don't know, but that that's what happened. Obviously, no Halliburton, and who's been better than Tyrese Halliburton in you know over the past you know ten games or so? Like it's it's just been uh, he he's so good, he's so good that it, it changes so much about what the Celtics can do. And then without Porzingis, that's that's an element where look Al Horford does does a really great job as a starter in Porzingis's place, but. Then you've got like Luke Cornett, Nemais Kata. Are it, it gets it gets kind of dicey pretty fast, and and I don't know how the Celtics going to decide to match up with the backup centers after that. Uh, there there's so many different elements to this game yeah. that I'm not going to take too much out of the that that first one. Now I mean the question is though is Tyrese Halliburton going to play in this game? All right, all right. I have lots to say about what you just said. To answer the question you just proposed to me, like he's listed as questionable and he is sick. And I would be stunned if he does not play. Right. I, I'm I'm with you on that. He has what? talked all summer about these national TV games that he doesn't get very much with the Pacers. Mm -hmm. The Pacers haven't earned them yet. I think that's fine that they're not. But he wants them, man. He wants them. And the way he's playing, now that he gets an extra one, funnily enough, if they lose, their only two TNT games all year could be against the Celtics. But a chance for him to show on the level that he's hoped for, that he's that guy. Like I I can't say like I can guarantee anything, but my expectation is he will do everything. I just from a pure basketball perspective, from a Celtics perspective. Oh, you guys need to sit, Halliburton. You don't want to risk <laughs> anything. It's so, so important to you and all that. But from a pure basketball perspective, I this is a much bigger deal for him. It's a much bigger deal yeah. for the Pacers. Like this is the Pacers going to the tournament, going to Vegas and going to the semifinals and finals. Like that would be like a a, a Pacers magic semifinal would be kind of a best case scenario for those teams. Maybe not the NBA, but all, but the, the NBA could spin it into like, Hey, look, anything can happen. And look at these two young, great teams that we have like up and coming. There's so much talent here. Everybody gets to know these guys. I think Halliburton is, I I'm with you. I think he's going to play. I think he's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to drew holiday versus Tyrese Halliburton, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Celtics defend him, how much help they give. Are they going to treat it like, well, we're not going to help off of him or, or not, we're not going to help off of the shooters too much. And if Halliburton has 50, he has 50 and, and do that like we can't get beat by everybody else type of scenario. Or do you do you try to cut off the head of the snake and say, maybe, maybe Halliburton's going to come in a little too juiced 
Let's see if we <laughs> use that against him. And it, maybe he draws you, you set him up to like draw a couple of charges or something like that and 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 get him on the bench. And and that's that's the uh, strategy. But I think I think Halliburton's gonna really, really, really want this. Uh, and he should want this. This is a showcase for him. Uh, this is a chance for a lot of casual fans to get to know Tyrese Halliburton, uh, a guy that they should know. So he had a brilliant game against the Celtics in Boston last year, if you will recall. So here's the deal about this game. Last time these two teams played, we you could throw out the score. It was ridiculous. It was like laughable. And it was so early in the season that it annoyed me because like it ruined the Pacers net rating for like oh, yeah. two weeks. I was like, okay, well, if you throw out the 50 point loss, they're still fine. Um, but it, it happened. It I, I love having to do that. Throw out, throw out <laughs> this blowout and, and look, the numbers are great, but get, get blown out. But it's so early. Like to have that happen in game four or whatever it was, <laughs> ruins everything. Just, your 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 efficiency numbers are gonna be a, a mess until Christmas. So the Pacers were five of thirty. You already said this more broadly, but they were five of thirty-seven from three. It was Ooh. like their third time in like two decades. I forgot it take, was that bad. Taking wow. more than 33s and only making five. Like it was rough. Their only guy who made more than one was a rookie, Ben Shepard, whose family was there because they love New England and like our big Patriots yes. fans or something. Yeah. It was pretty fun. He had a nice game. I talked to him about it, but they they did awful shooting. And so part of me is like, throw that out, they can play better. But John, even with Porzingis out, if I'm the Pacers. Here's the following things are all true. One, Drew Holiday is maybe the best Halbert matchup in the league. He did awesome defending him last year for Milwaukee in Indy and had 50 points in the same game. After that game, Rick Carlisle said he thinks Drew Holiday is a top five player in the NBA, right? <laughs> Gushing praise for the game he just had. He's very, he's a very good defender. He's very locked into his opponent's tendencies. Halberton's much worse going left. He'll admit that. And Drew was awesome. He was unbelievable that game mm -hmm. Two, the thing the Pacers stink at the most given their team structure is defending big wings well boy oh boy do the Celtics have some coming your way <laughs> throughout a game right Tatum was awesome when they played yeah. earlier this season Jalen Brown was good, pretty good right they combined for 46 three of the non post forwards or centers whatever in the league only two routinely give Miles Turner fits and they are both on the Celtics. It is Porzingis, who's not playing, and Al Horford. Mm -hmm. So even if there's a lot of stuff that I think will go better for the Pacers, this is still a really hard matchup for mm -hmm. them, at least given their history. That is true. That is <laughs> all true. Those are very um, – the Celtics are the best team in the league. Yes, agreed. Like that uh, – we're gonna we're coming into this whole thing with the Pacers just um who did they just throttle? They just uh without having Miami. Miami, that's right. And Miami had the 10th ranked defense yep. and they just poured rained hot fire on Miami. Uh so I, I think uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I think. We're gonna save it because we've got to go ahead and tell our 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 listeners and readers and, and, and not readers, listeners and, and watchers about uh, Jace Medical, which is uh, this is going to help you. We're all we're all getting prepared for worst case scenarios, right? Um, world is kind of a crazy place right now. 
And even though things might be kind of cool where we are, uh, the, the craziness of the world does cause things like supply chain issues. And you kind of don't want to be caught without things like medication, antibiotics. If something happens and someone, you know, hey, Tyrese Halliburton's dealing with an upper respiratory infection. You need antibiotics to deal with these infections. And if you have like Tyrese not going to have a problem getting them, but maybe you will if there's a supply chain issue. But you can go ahead and get yourself a Jace case from Jace Medical, and you get five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, things like respiratory infections, sinusitis, uh, UTI, skin infections, all kinds of stuff that can happen to you at any time. And if there's some sort of issue and you don't kind of get the help that you need, then you just run a risk of it getting worse. So have yourself this backup. Visit jacemedical.com. You can see it on the YouTube page, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You get a physician uh, encounter. You fill out a questionnaire. Maybe you uh, need to have a, a conversation with this board-certified physician. Then your medications get dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never really been more important to be prepared than today. Go to Jace Medical, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Use the code locked on. Use the code locked on. You get $20 off your order. So we should also implore our listeners and readers and uh, watchers and however people like talkers, however, whatever they are, uh, go check out this cool thing that we did, uh, Lockdown Sports Today. Yes. 24 7, 24. I can't believe that our network. Look, I'm an OG on this network. I was like one of the first shows on the network. I cannot believe that we've grown to the point where we have 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, and for it to be the first ever on YouTube, that that's meaningful. So check yeah. it out. It's, it's all day long, every day, pop it on the background and leave it on. And all of a sudden you'll, it'll catch your ear and you'll be like, Oh, Hey, well, what's that? Yeah. Check it out. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's I what I John is one of the 12 employees before me. In yeah. this, <laughs> in this Seriously, man. It was like at that point, David Locke was still explaining the concept. Mm-hmm. so it was we're we've come a long long way we only had like uh, 18 teams filled back then crazy yeah teams. it was it was it was an ambitious endeavor and now we're seeing it realized it's pretty cool and now we're there's really an in-season cool. tournament <laughs> and now we're here talking about an in-season tournament uh where the boston celtics are obviously going to be favored like yep. the, the pacers are a great story and they're great offense and they are going to be tough to stop if they are hitting shots it puts a ton of pressure. No matter what defense, uh, your what kind of defense you've got, that's just it's tough to stop. The 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 gravity of Halliburton, the the madness of trying to get out to multiple high level shooters, and all the the chaos that that creates is going to be very difficult. However, when you do have to guard big wings and you're you're not great at that, that messes with your head. And in, in anything that messes with your head on that end can mess with your offense and it, it can be i can see why the game in boston cascaded out of control because you are frustrated on one end like oh god 
ah, what are we doing? You're supposed to help me on this. No, I'm not supposed to help. I'm over here. And you're talking to each other and then you're running down on offense and you miss a shot and you're like, ah, damn, I did. That didn't feel right. You come down and Jason Tatum scoring on you. Like, ah, where's the help on that? And you come on down and you force a shot trying to answer and then boom, boom, boom. It cascades out of control. And look, a loss is a loss by five, by 50. It doesn't matter. But when, when something's not going well, and you've got to deal with the difficult task of defending a, a high-level team. The Celtics offense is also a high-level offense. That's that's gonna that's tough. That's tough to do defensively when defense is not the Pacers' like strongest suit. <laughs> you're so nice. So when it's when you're when you're tasked with defending at that level. And then coming down, it does impact your offense. And so I'm a big, I'm a big believer in defending with your offense. So put Halliburton in the action, like force him to defend, put him in the pick and roll action, really like put him in the post, have Tatum post him up, like search him out, make him work hard on the other end. You are defending him by doing that. So I think any kind of post play, any kind of mismatches, anything you can do to target him on that end and find those weak points, find, you know, Buddy Heald, find Aaron Neesmith, who's, you know, like the, the decent, like, but like smaller, like it's just going to be, sure. it's going to be very difficult to take that pounding and the Celtics can kind of inflict that stuff. Uh, Holiday in the post against like, if, if Holiday posts up Neesmith, sorry, like Neesmith is going to have, a, have a, a, a tough time there. So. That's that's going to be where I think if if like my biggest worry is how do you slow down the Pacers? That's how you do it. Part of it is running your offense and really attacking those guys, attacking their best off, uh, offensive players on the defensive end. And either they're going to stop defending and it's going to be a shootout. And then you, the Celtics defense is, I think, second in the league right now. So you rely on that or you're going to wear these guys down and. Sure, maybe maybe it's going to be a game for you know a half, three quarters, but that fourth quarter, all of a sudden you see those front rim, that's going to be where you get that cumulative effect. Yeah, you just described something that's been a problem for the Pacers a lot of this season and why they often have called themselves frustrated after games that they felt like they should have won. It's because on some of their nights where their defense goes, whether that's from an effectiveness perspective or an effort perspective, their offense also goes yeah. for all the reasons you just said. And what I have said, and I have to finish this full sentence because everybody always thinks excuse right when I say it is, that's a consequence of them being a young team. That's not to excuse them. That's to say that's bad. That's critical. Like you shouldn't, they want to win, you know, and they're not because they can't get over that, that right. hurdle of like, ugh, I got beat on defense. I got to fix it on the offensive end. No, you got to keep playing your game, run your stuff. Be the Pacers, set your identity. So in my like in Miami on Saturday without Halliburton, they had a few defensive lapses in the second quarter, but their offense kept humming and they were an incredible offensive team in the second half. And all of a sudden they start defending better and they win. Like if they can just remember to stick to who they are, things typically go better for them. But they're young and that's bad for a team that's trying to win. It's just a consequence of being a young team ascending. So I agree with you. And that's something interesting about this Pacers team and something. Dustin Opierik of the Indy Stars harped on a lot this season is their best offensive lineup and their best defensive lineup have basically no overlap, right? It's it's, yeah. it's it's almost like entirely different units. And so you're in a situation a lot of the times 
where someone can get picked on on either end of the floor. So it's really hard for them to go on, you know, crazy stretches of flow on either end. And and that just plays back to what you just said, where teams like the Celtics, who are great on both ends, can just constantly be punishing you throughout a game. Yeah. And like th- that's that is a, like it's not an excuse. Like I, I hate it sounds like one, but it's not. I hate, yeah, but I hate this notion of like when you explain something, people are like, oh, it's an excuse. Like, that's <laughs> I no, do too. this is this is how it is, man. And, and the Pacers are a young team, and they they've never like who would it? No one would say the the Pacers are are fully formed, fully realized right. who they're going to be forever. Like coming into the season, this is exactly what we expected. People are like, ooh, watch out for the Pacers, man. Like <laughs> playing, no, I think they can they can snag maybe that six seed. Well, where are we in the standings? Here are the Pacers at the sixth seed. Now, I'm a little surprised. I would have had Orlando and Cleveland flipped at this point, but everything else to me looks about right when, when like, just take Orlando, drop it, put Cleveland up there, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Philly, New York, Indiana. That makes perfect sense. Preseason expectations. Like, for once, I think we got it right. Like, and, and, but when you're, when you're a young team, and this has been the Celtics problem for a long time, and I think part of the reason why the Celtics are 15 and four is this season, for once, poor shooting nights aren't impacting their defense. And that, I think, is a big step forward. And now yep. think about where the Celtics are. How how many deep playoff runs have they made? And now they're only just now getting to the point where you shoot 32% and you can still defend. Like the Celtics did not right. shoot well against the Sixers and they still defended. They they had they've won a game where they shot like 28% this season. That would never happen last year. So that's that's something mentally that you you got to go through and it's it's very very difficult especially when you're already not the best yeah. defender. To to be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm 0 for 4, but I'm gonna go and bear down and not worry about it. You worry about it, and it it's that's just gonna be how it goes. So look at us bouncing around, not talking about the Pacers or Celtics, <laughs> just getting into nerding about hoops. This could have been an, an Orlando Magic therapy session. They both the, both of these teams got <laughs> boat raced by the Magic in the last 10 days, right? <laughs> they did. Yeah, Orlando's killing uh, it, dude. They're awesome. They are they are right there. They're 14 and six. Yeah, they're unbelievable. Great. You know, I would not have bet on them being 14 and six. But if you want to open up your little FanDuel app, go to fanduel.com slash locked on. Maybe you can bet on where they're going to be the rest of the way. Uh, this is a great time of year to open up that FanDuel app. The weather's getting colder. The NFL offers stay hot. The NBA offers are right there too. If you're a new customer, if this is the time you're like, oh, all right, fine. I'll I I think I think I'm ready to jump in. Great. All you got to do is place a $5 money line bet. You win, you get $150 in bonus bets on top of whatever you win on your money line bet. Maybe you want to open up and, and say, okay, this I I didn't see the line for uh Celtics and Pacers. I'm sure the Celtics are, but maybe you're like, oh no, the pace, I got the Pacers. That could be a nice little payoff. Plus, if you, you win, you get that $150 in bonus bets. And you can do it on spreads, player props, over-unders, whatever you want. You want to do same-game parlays and stack them up, and you can do Tyrese Halliburton points and Jason Tatum points and 
you know, uh, Miles Turner blocks, and you can kind of like stack up all of those bets, and maybe you can, uh, you know, really get a nice little payoff. So, uh, fanduel.com slash locked on, kick off the NFL season, get into that NBA season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. And my favorite part about what FanDuel does is they've got these tools where you can set your limits, you can set your spending limits. That's a really important thing because this is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, hey, I got a little extra money in my pocket. Let's have some fun here. It's not supposed to be something that becomes a problem. So set your limits, use the tools that they have, and please gamble responsibly. Uh, the Orlando Magic are good. The Orlando Magic are a very good basketball team. Uh, they're tough, man. They're a tough team. Uh, and that's uh, – I could see the Magic being there in the semifinal for sure. Whichever, which one of, whichever one of the Celtics, uh, and uh, if the Pacers, you have to stop you right there. I can't see the Magic being there because they're not in the knockout round. What they're not? It is Knicks Bucks on the other side. Oh shit! Oh wow! You knew that. You knew that. that. I did know that. (laughs) It's Knicks Bucks. That's right. Because we love the Magic anyway. This is okay. So the in-season tournament. Still figuring it out. For some reason, I thought, no, that's right. It's six, it's one, two, three, three teams from each. Yeah. And then the the wild card. That's why the Celtics had to win by 23. For some reason, I thought Orlando was still in it. Wow. Well, that would have been a surprise for me when I got to Vegas. (laughs) Can I talk to Paul Vancaro? Like, I don't know. Maybe he's in the club, but he's not here. That's for sure. That when uh, he gets to Vegas, John predicting a Celtics win already. Uh, very aggressive <laughs> stance on his travel plans for the week. So I think to me, a big X factor for this game is going to be the Pacers bench. I hate to be cliche. Yeah. I hate to be cliche. Their depth has been a big weapon for them this season at their best, especially. They have a lot of depth, right? They have 14, 15 guys who, unlike a lot of teams, could be capable bench players. Uh, the bench just won them a game against Miami. They shot 26 or 33. Their bench did against the Heat. That's insane. They were ridiculous. Um, they were flinging the ball around. TJ McConnell was unbelievable. He might not play if Halliburton does, but McConnell played in McConnell was like their only good player in Boston, right? He was awesome that night. So mm-hmm. their bench is really good. And the only like credible knock on the Celtics all season has been, well, yeah, they're they're very top heavy. And I think that's true even though their depth is underrated. And, of course, Pacers listeners will know all about O'Shea Brissett, Mr. The Man of No Mistakes, um, besides missing shots. So I think that if the Pacers are going to win, their bench is going to have to be able to not even just keep up, but cut into leads or extend leads. Because the the starter on starter minutes – are going to go all Boston's way. Like Derek White was plus 34. Jason Tatum was plus 36. And again, we talked about how fluky that game was early in November, whatever Celtics would have won. Even if it wasn't fluky, they're better, but those minutes are likely going to go Boston's way. So the mix and matched pairings and the bench units have to go the Pacers way too. Mm. And they have a depth advantage. I think, I think you, you can maybe speak to that, but uh, I think that's critical tonight. I, I, I do think that, well, it's interesting because the, the Celtics depth, we know that Brad Stevens has another move to make and there's probably going to be like, this is not going to be the bench unit Celtics going to the playoffs with. Um, I'm curious to see how Joe Mazzulla uses the bench. Does he go to O'Shea Brissett back in Indy? Maybe you want to catch 
some of the magic that he felt on that floor, you know, just, just convince him he's playing against Boston. Like he did last year uh, when he dropped whatever, like he, he hit the one night he hit a bunch of shots. Uh, they, I, I do think that there's some merit to going smaller uh, instead of like putting Luke Cornett out there. Or like I said, they got Luke Cornett, who's fine. Um, Namaj Keita, who is fine, uh, but like very different. Like he's a very traditional big. He's on a two-way contract, but he's getting some minutes. He can rebound. If offensive rebounds are going to be are a problem, then he will get in there and get some minutes to try to clear some boards and maybe protect the rim. Uh, but they could go smaller and just go with Brissett and and just kind of try to fly around and 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 contest threes. I, that could be a way to go. I think Sam Hauser has been a really good uh I, I don't want to say revelation, but he's he's taken a step forward this year. I think defensively he's done pretty well. You know, he's defending well, he's getting dunks out in transition, he's he's doing more than shooting threes. So he's been a really good contributor off the bench. Uh Peyton Pritchard, when he has time to get out there and and really I think be a higher usage guy, he can be pretty good and and Joe Mazzulla loves him. So the the Celtics depth is maybe not as uh good necessarily as other teams, but they've got enough where I know Missoula is going to play Tatum and Brown uh a good chunk and and the starters are all going to play a little bit more. We might see a little bit of a playoff kind of rotation with a little higher numbers because They've had they've had some time off, and regardless, win or lose, the next game is not until at least Thursday. So you got Tuesday, Wednesday off before then. So there's time to rest. It's either Thursday in Vegas or Friday at home. So go ahead and 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 pump up those minutes. So I still think we're going to see a ton of Tatum and Brown and White and Holiday, and those four guys. Horford maybe not as much because they're not going to. It'd be pretty stupid to put 40 minutes on Al Horford's legs at this point, but he plays enough and he's going to play in the right spots where he'll, he'll make a difference. And he might just match up against miles Turner just minute for minute, regardless. Uh, so all of that super long winded thing is to say that, yeah, the, the, the Pacers bench can, can do some damage, but the Celtics starters are going to get a bulk of the minutes anyway. And I'm not, so I'm not too worried about, they're going to go seven deep, eight max. So uh, I'm not too worried about it. That is a great point. I'm curious how playoff E, the rotations and strategies will be, right? Like it's not like you're saving anything in a series and things like that. But certainly I think there will be shorter rotations in these games, right? And yeah, at most you play three games in a week, right? That's not that strenuous for resting purposes. So I don't think it'd be hard for teams to go deeper. You're totally right about that. I spaced that. So that makes the Pacers 10 bench minutes instead of 18. Far more important. They have to win. Yeah. <laughs> they have to. Aha, uh-huh. checkmate, Corrales. Uh, no, that's a great point. And I think that bodes poorly for the Pacers. Um, so it's just a tough matchup for the home team. They have played well in these tournament games on this cerulean blue court. Um, <laughs> I, I'm glad I won't have to see it anymore after today. <laughs> Um, but this is far and away their toughest opponent yet in the in-season tournament. And I just, it's re- like Halliburton's been amazing. 
all season and that's made the Pacers offense the best in the league and that gives them a chance against anybody but the Celtics are uniquely qualified to defend him in a way that makes me think he's going to have to be either bananas or they're going to have to have a hot shooting night to keep up because it's a tough matchup for them. Yeah, it's it, this is look I hey Boston Boston is Boston's the best team in the league and that's Great. just you know that's just how it is and there's a reason they have they they have the 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 best net rating uh in a net rating that's what six and a half points higher than the Indiana Pacers uh because their defense is second in the league and their offensive rating is ninth 117.1 the Pacers is 123.8 but you look at that and you say okay the Pacers offense is wow holy crap 123.8 but the the Celtics is like they're only six points behind offensively that's two three-pointers so you know, they, over the course of 100 possessions, that, that two three-pointers can be made up very easily. But defensively, the Celtics are uh, at 107.6, and the Pacers are at 120.8. So the Celtics are 13 <laughs> points better defensively. And that's that's going to be that's going to be the thing. Yeah, that's that's tough. It's tough when you say the numbers out loud. Um, and and so. I, I'm I'm giving a lot of respect to the Pacers, and I I love Tyrese Halliburton. Um, when when that trade was made, I was like, "What is Sacramento doing?" Uh, just like a lot of people, and and this is why this is because he's this good. So, I I legitimately want him to have his showcase. I legitimately want him to go out there and show out and have like the casual fan who might not know him be like, "Whoa." That dude on Indiana is incredible, but I think regardless of that, it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough to stop the Celtics. And Al Horford's gonna pull Miles Turner away from the rim, and the Celtics drive and dish and and, and cutting has been better. Uh, Jalen Brown's uh, uh, playmaking has been better. So even like that, that's one thing that even in that first uh, game that these these two teams played like you didn't have this level of Jalen Brown who's getting off the ball quicker. He's, he's not just driving into the teeth of a defense and turning it over all the time. He's getting off the ball. He's moving, he's cutting, he's his assists are up. His potential assists are up. The assist points are way up. Like he's, he's, he's playing really, really well. So the Celtics offense is, is getting better. And if they can start hitting some shots, uh, make miss league and all that, then, then this the Celtics can if, if their defense is as as advertised, then they 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 could take advantage of the Pacers uh, a little bit there defensively and 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 I think frustrate them. You know what's great, John? If the Pacers lose, they can just call up the College Football Committee and demand to be put in the semifinals anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> Love a good topic. Oh, it works. That's how love it works. Good, love a good topical joke. Because the games don't matter in college football, apparently. Undefeated no, is, uh, is bad. No. no, you just got to call in a few favors. I am here after 33 minutes to go to bat for Florida State for absolutely no reason. And that means <laughs> it's time for us to wrap up and get out of here. I am sure on Locked On Celtics, you can expect the same. But tomorrow, if you're listening to Locked On Pacers, you can expect a thorough breakdown of this game. I love these in-season tournament games. Skyving in on it. It's nice mm-hmm. I don't have to talk about point differential anymore, for sure. It's very easy now. You win, you go to Vegas, you lose, you play another regular season game this week in someone mm-hmm. else's house. 
way easier to follow. So that's good. This part's easy. So Orlando's <laughs> doing what now? <laughs> they got screwed. The committee screwed the magic. That's what no, I should have These Florida earlier. teams, these Florida teams are just getting screwed. That joke would have been funnier earlier. Dang, I'm mad at myself now <laughs> for missing that one. That's a whiff. Fun conversation there. Obviously, this is a, a big deal. First ever in-season tournament knockout game. So this is a lot of fun. And, you know, maybe I, I wasn't fully aware of, for some reason, I swear I thought Orlando made it. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm still figuring it out, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be a good game, I think. And I, I do think the Celtics are going to win this. So uh, I will be for you, be here for you post-game with the full breakdown here on the post-game podcast. And uh, so make sure you're subscribed to that. And whatever happens next, if the Celtics go to Vegas, I will go to Vegas. If the Celtics come back home, then I will be there at practices and I will have more podcasts and a lot of fun all week long. So make sure you're subscribed to this show. Check out that Lockdown Pacers show. Tony, Tony does a great job over at Lockdown Pacers. Uh, check out all of the opposition. There's a lockdown for every, every team. So check that out. I would love to see you on the YouTube page. Make sure you are in the comment section. Let me know what you think. I would love if you are an everyday or if you're with me Monday through Friday and all that, if you share the podcast, you spread the word, tell your friends, ring the bell at the Salvation Army thing. Just grab the bell and just ring and say, hey, you should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.